Welcome back, everyone, to Bridge to Brighter Tomorrows, Insights from the Hollis Brooklyn School Social Worker. I am Jillian Berkeley, your host. I am the school social worker for the high school and middle school. This podcast aims to explore experiences, stories, and strategies that can help our students thrive both in and outside the classroom. Through short mini episodes, we will address specific topics that empower our students to excel in every aspect of their lives. Whether you are a parent, educator, or student, you have come to the right place. This podcast is your go-to destination to learn, grow, and connect with a community that is dedicated to supporting you every step of the way. Welcome back to Jillian here. Today, we're delving deep into the aisles of connections, responsible use, and the powerful lifelong known tool of executive functioning. As the school social worker, I've been privileged to attend supported study classes along with my colleague in school counseling. We engage with students on the crucial tool that shapes their academic and personal journeys. Join me as we explore its nuance and how it evolves as we journey through life. Now, let's put the spotlight on executive functioning. It's like the conductor of the brain's orchestra, responsible of planning, organizing, initiating tasks, maintaining focus, and adapting to challenges. Think of it as the toolkit we use to navigate the symphony of life. While students have been using this tool all their lives, its melody evolves as we age, becoming a more sophisticated design. As the school social worker, I've had the incredible opportunity to connect with a variety of different students in their supported class. So during our visit, we delved into the power of executive functioning, understanding how it influences our daily activities and learning experiences. So before becoming the school social worker for Hollis Brookline High School, I was a therapist as I'm a clinical school as I'm a clinical social worker. So my background then as a therapist in the community, I have seen students then known as patients struggle with taking brain breaks during class. Often they do not know how to execute a brain break properly or felt embarrassed to do so in front of their peers. This lack of understanding and engagement can lead to restlessness, lack of focus, and a decrease in academic performance. Furthermore, I've seen students become distracted more often with their cell phone devices during classes, during any type of engagement around others, and causing them to miss important information and fall further behind. These distractions can also lead to negative behaviors such as cyberbullying, 
social isolation, and phone addiction. So to address these issues, I have created a structured approach to brain breaks that were very purposeful and relevant to the students' needs. I developed a series of fun, engaging exercises that could be done discreetly. I also encouraged the student to put their cell phones away during class and provide them with alternative ways to stay involved through the interactive lessons and activities. These were some of the tips and skills that we were teaching during our visits in the supported studies. When implementing these strategies, I saw significant improvement in students' abilities to focus, engage, and take ownership of their learning or self-advocacy. They were able to build executive functioning skills such as self-regulation, time management, and goal setting, leading to better academic outcomes and overall well-being. So what's executive functioning and what does it look like? So let's picture a student effortlessly managing their time, organizing tasks seamlessly, and tackling challenges with a strategic approach. That's executive functioning and action. However, it's essential to recognize that it's not a static skill. It evolves with us, adapting to the complexities of adult life. So navigating the challenges. As we navigate the aisles of life, challenges are, in, are impossible to avoid. Poor investments in our choices and thinking about shopping when selecting items without carefully consideration can impact our grocery cart. If your student was part of this amazing presentation, which also will be following up next week, I believe on Monday or Tuesday, they probably heard my analogy of talking about poor investments and good investments versus poor choices and bad choices. And I brought it up in in a scenario of when we go into a grocery store. Most times we go in there with a purpose on what we're going to purchase, what recipes we want, or maybe what quick snack or meal we need to get. So it's coming in to support a study or our study hall with a purpose. All right, so going back to that grocery cart. But fear not if you're making poor investments. Executive functioning comes to our aid. The guide helps us learn from setbacks, transforming them into valuable lessons and steering us towards making sound investments in our educational and life on what we need to plan to buy at the store. So if we walk out with an energy drink and we're like, oh, I'm still hungry, that was possibly a poor investment. Yet you were also trying to serve another need that you needed to boost your energy. So we... Rewinding back into our school setting and supporting executive functioning, as a school social worker, I support students' executive functioning skills as it is one of my priorities. So it involves looking and fostering students to have a mindful connection um, tool, guiding them to refine their strategies and empowering them to make good investments in their educational journey. It's not just about the present, about preparing them for the future, but 
It's where executive functioning continues to evolve and play a crucial role in understanding what it looks like and how it looks like in our individual life. So as we close up in our exploration on remembering what is executive functioning, I hope you came out of this today of knowing that it's more than a tool. It's a lifelong companion that involves with us. By emphasizing responsible use, acknowledging challenges, and providing support, we can empower students to make good investments in their education. Thank you for joining the Hollis Brookline School Social Worker. I have enjoyed listening to feedback and enjoying my listeners um, adding me into their list of weekly or bi-weekly listens. Until next time, let's continue to navigate these different aisles together, promoting resilience and growth in our students' learning adventure. During my next episode, I will discuss the topic of neurodivergence and ways that our school and community can support students who are living with related disorders. Have a wonderful week. Thank you. Signing off, Jillian.